Remember this guy? California and Texas and New York. And we go to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. That's Howard Dean, former governor of Vermont on the campaign trail in 2004, when he was running for president in the Democratic primary. So what does he have to do with Chicago politics and the race for mayor? You know, Chicago's a great town. You can't have the kind of stuff that's going on in Chicago unless you have a mayor who's strong-willed and has honesty at his core, and that's Bill Daley. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy to endorse him. This was a couple of weeks ago now. And since then, Daley has scored other big endorsements from the likes of former Vice President Al Gore and just this week, the Chicago Tribune and Crane's Chicago Business. But at the time, Dean was probably the biggest name to chime in on the Chicago mayor's race since Chance the Rapper's early backing of candidate Amara Enya. The one person in my research of this wide open race that views aligned with me would obviously be candidate Amara Enya. I, I, you know, I'm so old that I actually don't know who Chance the Rapper is, which is bad because now I'm going to get hate mail from Chance the Rapper's fans. When endorsements start flying, it can get a little dizzying. So I asked Howard Dean, how much do endorsements actually matter? Uh, endorsements only are valuable if the voters decide they're valuable. And I'm very comfortable with that. I think we ought to go back to a time where the voters actually run the place. Um, and we ought to hire somebody who's willing to, li- willing to listen to the voters. Um, And in this country in general, this is not just a Chicago problem. The politicians are so interested in helping each other, they've forgotten about the people who pay their salaries. Hi, everyone. This is On Background, the WBEZ politics podcast. I'm Becky Vivi. This week, endorsements. There have been a lot of them. Chicago's major newspapers have finally weighed in. But in a 14-way mayoral race and an era of big money... How much do endorsements matter? Joining me to tackle this question are WBEZ's Claudia Morrell and new dad, Tony Arnold. Hi, guys. <laughs> hey, Hello. Um, let's talk a little bit about who typically makes endorsements. Who should voters expect to weigh in during a typical election cycle, Tony? Uh, well, the short answer is yeah. groups with some sort of a political organization tend to make these endorsements. Um, and what I mean by that is... A group would have members or an allegiance to a certain cause or an issue um, that would fit in with a politician's background or or platform. So talking about labor unions, uh, the teachers union, the plumbers union, SEIU, the service um, workers, and then also um, people that are like uh, political patrons. So like the Ed Burks and Mike Madigans of the world, uh, they usually do step in and endorse because they have a coalition of people that could go the polls. OK, so why do politicians want endorsements? Uh, look, uh, an endorsement comes with um, some of the most valuable assets to a campaign. They come with people. Um, those people tend to have money. And those people also tend to have experience running a campaign. Um, Those are kind of the most valuable things that any candidate could uh, wish for if they want to win. All right, let's break down where these come from. Claudia, why specifically labor groups, union endorsements? You mentioned unions. Why do they make endorsements? They have a lot of interests in um, city and state government in terms of the business that the city does, um, especially development. So that's why the building trades tend to go pretty hard when it comes to local elections. 
And then there are also the public employee unions that are impacted by who's in charge because they're the ones that they have to negotiate their contracts with. So what have we seen so far from unions? Who are they endorsing? Uh, The big winner with union endorsements is Cook County Board President Tony Preckwinkle. Preckwinkle, to no surprise, has the endorsement of SCIU, the service employees, uh, CTU, the teachers union, and Daly got another endorsement, uh, the plumbers union, Local 130. Okay, Tony, let's talk about newspaper endorsements. The Chicago Tribune and Crane's Chicago Business endorsed Bill Daly this week. He is the brother and son of two former mayors. And that comes after the Chicago Sun-Times endorsed former police board president Lori Lightfoot. Given that these are not just friends helping out friends, Tony, how much weight do voters place on newspaper endorsements? Well, not to get too depressing here, um, you know, I don't think I need to tell anybody that there's been a decline in newspapers and people reading them, particularly in Chicago. So I think that that alone makes it hard to make the case that a newspaper's endorsements can make or break a candidate in this race at this time. But look, candidates still want an endorsement. They want to be able to, you know, put the little Chicago Sun-Times logo on their TV ad and say, look, people like me. They really like me. Voters, they might find a newspaper endorsement more useful in a race like Judge, where maybe the candidates aren't at the top of their mind for the reason that they're going to the ballot. Um, But for a high-profile race like this one, Chicago mayor, this year, you know, I think there's going to be a sharper drop-off in terms of how useful these endorsements really are for a voter. And what do we see with past newspaper endorsements? How, I guess, spot on are they or how indicative are they of the actual winner? Yeah, I think for the Chicago mayor, look, we haven't had a race like this with so many candidates. Um, It's up in the air who the winners are going to be, who's going to make the runoff. I'm certainly not going to make a prediction about what's going to happen. But in Chicago, it's almost been a given for so long about who's going to win. So I did do some some looking around at um, how did the newspapers go for other more competitive races like governor, president in Illinois. It's maybe not surprising to most people that the Chicago Tribune almost consistently, a few exceptions are out there, um, go with Republicans. Chicago Sun-Times, again, a few exceptions, almost consistently go with Democrats. Illinois is a Democratic state. Chicago's a Democratic city. The Sun-Times has a much better track record of picking the winner. Um, but does that mean that Lori Lightfoot, the who got the Sun-Times endorsement, is, is going to make the runoff here? Again, I, I'm, not, I'm not making any predictions. I'm just sitting back and watching how this crazy <laughs> right. race is playing out. I think we all are. Um, so, Claudia, let's talk a little bit about other politicians. You heard Howard Dean at the top. What other endorsements from politicians seem to matter a lot? Usually uh, someone with a lot of name recognition. And so uh, Bill Daly, it seems every Friday has been coming out with a new endorsement. So we saw Howard Dean uh, was the first one. And then we saw uh, former Vice President Al Gore, uh, who endorsed him last week. I've worked with him in campaigns. I've worked with him when he was Secretary of the Commerce Department. I've worked with him when he was chief of staff in the White House. And I know what he can do. While he endorsed him, he talked about his environmental plan. And then we also saw the week before that, uh, Bobby Rush, the congressman, the longtime congressman and former Black Panther. And his um, district covers a majority of the South Side. So it really has to do with name recognition and how big the candidate's base is, because you can rely on them to then staff people at the polls. 
given um, Russia's long-standing history with the Daly family and um, his proximity to Tony Preckwinkle. I mean, the endorsement was right in her backyard. And so after the endorsement, I went up to him and I asked, you know, so why didn't you endorse, why didn't you endorse Tony Preckwinkle? And he said that he actually wanted to. As a matter of fact, oh, I hadn't really made a commitment to Tony. And I've been around, I know how to win the election. I thought I could help her win without me committed to her winning. She said, I'll call you back in a half an hour. She called me back. She said, my man, I can't do that because we don't have that kind of relationship. Preckwinkle's campaign said that they just weren't interested in it and that uh, they were fine without his endorsement. Hmm, Interesting. All right, moving on to celebrities. Which candidate seems to be getting endorsed by big celebrity? Well, definitely Amara Enya is leading in that category. She, um, shortly after she announced, she got the endorsement of Chance the Rapper, and he's a local celebrity from the south side of Chicago. And this wasn't uh, the first time that Chance the Rapper went to City Hall. He was there um, a couple months earlier for the No Cop Academy vote, and he testified at City Council and was really dismayed by how all of that played out. And so after After she got the chance endorsement, Kanye West came in and gave her a ton of money to help pay off her debt uh, from fines that she had with the State Board of Elections. What were those all about? So she um, ran in 2015. She was actually kicked off the ballot. But when she announced her run, she created a campaign fund and she never closed it out. And so she missed about four years of quarterly filings and racked up a significant bill. So Kanye West came in and paid off those those late fees. And then Chance, a couple months later, gave her $400,000. Okay. So it does seem like endorsements tend to matter more when they come with money. Yeah. um, This week we saw Bill Daly got a million dollars from Ken Griffin, who runs an investment firm, Citadel, and is a billionaire. um, And I don't know what his base is like in Chicago. And I think money helps uh, if you want to spend it on ads and flyers and palm cards. But at the end of the day, what you really need and what really matters is the ballots cast and people actually showing up. And so really it's the base that the endorsement comes with, I think, is more important than the person endorsing. For example, already in this race, uh, Dorothy Brown, the Cook County Circuit Court clerk, that's a mouthful (laughs) to say, uh, she got booted off the ballot and immediately endorsed uh, Amara Enya. And of course, that's going to come into play big time at the polls because Dorothy Brown has a strong voting base of African-American churchgoers, if you will. And um, after February 26th, there are going to be 12 losing candidates who have to decide if they're going to throw their weight behind one of the top two. And the voters are going to be looking for who the candidate they voted for ends up endorsing, if at all. 
I feel like I should also say, getting back to the question of do endorsements matter, we just talked about all the candidates who have gotten endorsements. And by virtue of doing that, we left out a whole bunch of other names who haven't gotten these big name endorsements. Um, So out of fairness, before we go here, I'm going to read all of your options for Chicago mayor in reverse alphabetical order. You've got businessman Willie Wilson, former school's chief Paul Vallis, tech entrepreneur Neil Salas Griffin, Cook County Board President Tony Preckwinkle, Illinois Comptroller Susanna Mendoza, former police chief Gary McCarthy, former federal prosecutor Lori Lightfoot, attorney John Koslar, attorney Jerry Joyce, former alderman Bob Fioretti, state rep LaShawn Ford, community organizer Amara Enya, former commerce secretary Bill Daly, and former school board president and attorney Gary Chico. Did I get them all, guys? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Claudia. Thank you, Tony, so much for joining us today. Thank you. all for today. Reporting for this episode comes from Tony Arnold, Dave McKinney, Claudia Morrell, and me, Becky Vivi. Our editor is Kate Cahan. Our producer is James Edwards. You can rate, review, subscribe, and download the On Background podcast in Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow all of WBEZ's political coverage at wbez.org slash politics and always on air at 91.5 FM. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.